Section 6 of Prefaces and Prologues to Famous Books. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Double Mirrors. Prefaces and Prologues to Famous Books. Edited by Charles W. Eliot. Preface to the History of the Reformation in Scotland by John Knox, 1566. Footnote. John Knox, 1505-1571, the leader of the Scottish Reformation and its historian, was educated at Glasgow University, was pastor to English congregations at Frankfurt-on-Main in Geneva, where he met Calvin, returned to Scotland in 1559, and from that time till his death, was active in the establishment of the Presbyterian organisation through which his powerful personality has continued to influence the Scottish character to the present day. His preface, which is printed here in the original Scottish spelling, gives some indication of the sternness, not to say the virulence, of his temper towards the Roman Church. It is no unknown Christian reader that the same clod of ignorance that long hath darkened many realms under this accursed kingdom of that Roman Antichrist hath also overcowered this poor realm. That idolatry hath been maintained, the blood of innocence hath been shed, and Christ Jesus, his eternal truth, hath been abhorred, detested, and blasphemed. But that same God that caused light to sink out of darkness in the multitude of his mercies hath long time opened disease of some even with this realm, to see the vanity of that which then was universally embraced for true religion. And he's gain unto them strength to oppone themselves of the same, and now into these our last and moist corrupt days hath made his truth so to triumph among us, that in despite of Satan, hypocrisy is disclosed, and the true worshipping of God is manifested to all the inhabitants of this realm, whose ease Satan blindeth not, either by their filthy lusts, or else by ambition and insatiable covetousness, which make them repung to the power of God working by his word. And because we are not ignorant what diverse brutes were dispersed of us, the professions of Jesus Christ within this realm, in the beginning of our enterprise, our door was taken, that all our proceedings should be committed to register, as that they were, by such as then painfully travelled both by tongue and pen, and so was collected a just volume, as after will appear, containing things done from the fifty-ought year of God till the arrival of the Queen's Majestic, further France, with which the collector and writer of that time was content and never minded further to have travelled that kind of writing. But after invocation of the name of God, and after consultation with some faithful, what was thought by them expedient to advance God's glory, and to edify this present generation, and the posterity to come, it was concluded that faithful rehearsal should be mad, of such personages as God had mad instruments of his glory, by appointing of themselves to manifest abuses, superstition and idolatry. And albeit there are no great number, yet are they more than the collector would have looked for at the beginning, 
and therefore is the volume somewhat enlarged above his expectation. And yet in the beginning, moan we crave all the genteel readers not to look of us as such ain history as shall express all things that have occurred within this realm during the time of this terrible conflict that lies betwixt the sanctus of God and these bloody wolves who claim to themselves the title of clergy and to have authenticer the souls of men. For with the policy, mind we to meddle no further than it hath religion mixed with it. And therefore, albeit that many things which were done to be omitted, yet if we invent no lees, we think ourselves blameless on that behalf. Of one other thing we moan for warn, that discreet readers which is, that they be not offended that the simple truth was spoken with without pertolite, for seeing that of men we neither hunt for reward, nor yet for vain glory, we little pass by the approbation of such as seldom judge weal of God and of his works. Let not therefore the reader wonder, albeit that our style vary, and speak diversely of men, according as they have been declared themselves sometimes enemies, and sometimes friends, sometimes fervent, sometimes called, sometimes constant, sometimes changeable, in the cause of God and his holy religion. For this is our simplicity. We suppose that the godly shall aspire our purpose, which is that God may be praised for his mercy shown. This present age may be admonished to be thankful for God's benefits offered, and the posterity to come may be instructed how wondrously hath the light of Christ Jesus prevailed against darkness in this land and most corrupted age. End of section 6 Recording by Double Mirrors